Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is your favorite podcast to Mark Atreira with your favorite podcast, Making a Cut. Thanks again for joining me yet again. Thank you for all you followers and listeners that have been listening for over a year now. I appreciate it a lot. And hey, you know, as always, you can find my link on my Facebook. It's going to be there. Bad news. It looks like my Instagram got hacked today, so won't be posting there for any time soon. Uh, you know, they, that is what it is. Apparently, that's a sickness going around like COVID right now. Who knows? But you also can go directly where you can get your podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, but especially on the Anchor app, anchor.fm, and especially on Spotify. Spotify, you know, I say it all the time. That's the that's the app that pays me. That's the app that gets me there. It gets my name out even further. And you can go and follow me there, and it'll let you know when my next episode is going to be up. On that note, as you can see from the title, I got goats up there again. And I want to give you another uh, aspect of goats. And it's, gonna, it's not going to debate what I talked about before, about what it takes to be the goat. Of any, you know, and for those of you who didn't listen, it's okay. I forgive you. But and for those of you who don't understand what I'm talking about by goat, greatest of all time. Break it down, G O A T, greatest of all time. And uh, and so there's different aspects that you can that you can use that for because you can use the greatest of all time for, you know, kicker, punter, whatever, whatever you want to use it as. Basketball player, point guard. You could use it for whatever determining factor for who is the best at their position at their sport whatever it may be uh and and and, you you know you you could use that and there's plenty of metrics that goes into it a lot of times it's you know people use stats and y'all have heard me talk plenty of times about stats could be skewed the way that you want them to by leaving off other stats the greatest prime example is that is those who are an apologist for Jameis winston to be the starting quarterback at at, uh for new orleans and being happy about it um you mean I? I'll go ahead and say this and explain it again too. There's some local radio hosts. We're talking the other day, and they're like, "Well, you know, just let me go ahead and tell you, Jameis Winston's last year at Tampa Bay uh, had over 5,000 yards passing, over 30 touchdowns, but he had 30 interceptions, and he led the league in pick sixes, and he may have had the most pick sixes, pick sixes uh, in a season ever by a quarterback. I can't remember. I don't remember that part. I really don't care to look that up. It's anyway." And, uh, and so they were making the apologetic thing like, well, you know, 5,000 yards is still a, that's still a feat. And then one guy who was trying to take up for him as well was like, uh, yeah, you know, but the truth is, is they were playing from behind the whole time. So yes, you got to give it to him. That's still a feat. Here's the thing. If you want to go pay attention to it, if you want to go look it up, they were playing from behind the whole time is because Jameis Winston kept turning the daggone ball over, which is for the 30 interceptions and all the pick sixes that they had in the horrible losing record that they had. So as you can see, there's plenty of opinions, there's plenty of stats that you could twist and turn any kind of way that you want. Some of what I'm going to talk about tonight is on this episode is going to explain that to you as well. This greatest of all time that I'm going to do is going to be the greatest of all time in the NFL, quarterbacks who have never won a Super Bowl. And while I was thinking about this one, one of the names that's always come up as, and it was just, it's almost an automatic that people have said it so many times. Uh, over and over throughout the years that the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl was Dan Marino. And look, you can give it to him because Dan had a lot of records in the NFL that nobody uh, for the longest time couldn't beat. You know, and honestly, if the season was still the length that it was when Dan was playing, there's a possibility that those records never would have been broken because he was that great. And I'm not going to take away from it. I'm going to go ahead and say that 
Uh, Dan Marino was the greatest quarterback of all time to never win a Super Bowl. But I want to give you a list of other people uh, that you can kind of throw out there too. And I'll even make an excuse. Some of you are really going to think that I'm a huge Jim Kelly fan uh, when you listen to the last GOAT uh, episode that I had. But it's really not. I, I do respect the game a whole lot. Jim Kelly was actually one of the quarterbacks when he was playing that I could not stand. John Elway was one that I couldn't stand. Dan Marino was actually one that I couldn't stand. But as they retired from the league, there was this amount of respect for me that, that caused me to like them after the fact of like, yeah, that was that was something great to see. Uh, I don't know if it'll ever be that way for Tom Brady. If he ever actually really retires, I think he's still going to be playing when my son is there uh, in, in the majors. It's, it just seems like they're going to keep changing the rules of the league so that it fits Tom and nobody's going to be able to touch him. And, you, you know, he just, as long as he can move his hand forward, you know, he's going to be able to be out there to succeed. So, not to take that away. So, just some other names. And as you can remember, if you listen to the other one about the goats, is to take it into consideration what it takes to be a goat, Okay. Uh, but I, and I was thinking about it. There's a couple guys that are recent in the league, and something one of them's actually in the league still that can be considered on up there with one of the greatest, not the greatest, but one of the greatest of all time uh, that played a quarterback position and never win it. And one of the names that's up there now, and, and ironically, both of them end up playing for the Colts, which is really funny to me. Uh, that, but these are most recent ones that made me think about it. And, and there may be some other names out there that were more recent that, it, that didn't win the Super Bowl, but they were some of the greatest of all time. They really were that good. They just weren't on teams to put them there, right? Or they could have had a, a flaw in their game that kept them from winning the big games. You know, because when you look at it, look at the Super Bowl. Look at the Super Bowl. Look at some of the quarterbacks that's won the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco, right? Can he really be considered one of the greatest of all time? No, not really. Not not really. I mean, let's be honest. If If you're a Baltimore fan... If you're a Denver fan, you, you you know you might could try to say that. If you're you know one of Joe Flacco fans, uh, you, you know Delaware fan, <laughs> you, you might could say have an argument there, and you can understand it. But honestly, look, yes, he won a Super Bowl, but it wasn't because he was you know it wasn't even that great. He just did enough to get it there. Tampa Bay won it the first time uh, with Brad Johnson. You know, Brad Johnson was basically a, a backup quarterback. Rich Gannon was another guy that he didn't win it. I guess he could have been on this list, but he was so close to. Lost it to the Brad Johnson <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks. So, yeah, you have all these ones. And Rich, Rich Gannon would have been great, man. If he would have gone down, he may have been a little bit more respected than uh, Brad Johnson even. So, But you have those other names. These are the guys that won the Super Bowl, and you can say, yeah, they're they're not up there with these other cats that are on this list that I'm going to say. There's no way that they come close to. You never put their name up there with Dan Marino or Jim Kelly, right? It's just you're not going to do it. You're not, you're not going to put them up there with the ones who won the Super Bowl like a Brett Favre or a Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Or, you, you're not going to put them up there. But back to the two names that I was talking about, they were more more recent. And like I said, they both played for the Colts at one point, and one of them's fixing to play for the Colts. And Matt Ryan. Now, you, you know, I'm a Saints fan, and you know I absolutely despise the 28 to 3 Falcons. And, uh, you, you know, and I'm going to, I picked on Matty Ice thawing out in the postseason over and over. It is what it is. But when you begin to look at it, Matt Ryan was a great quarterback, and, it, and he may actually have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl this year with, with, with the Colts, with Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you know, great defense, decent offense the best running back in the league right now because Derrick Henry was he's coming off an injury 
Uh, and so you have those opportunities, a lot of stuff setting up for him to be able to win it, especially in the week conference over there with Jacksonville uh, and Houston. So you have an opportunity. Now, not to give it, but I have to give a lot of respect for him because look at what he was able to do. He got a franchise in Atlanta uh, that's a football team to the to the Super Bowl. Now, and they had the game won and also his MVP. Drew Brees won the Super Bowl, was was never the league MVP, right? And so you have all these different things. This guy was really good. I tell you what, uh, I would take Matt Ryan if it wasn't for the contract and uh, the salary cap hell that the Saints keep putting themselves in. I would take him over Jameis Winston in a heartbeat. Absolutely, I'd take him over in a heartbeat because the team is set up to win now. Uh, You know, they drafted, they've signed that they're one player, you know, like they're one or two players away. And really they are. It's a quarterback situation. And maybe the running back situation now with Camarita's situation. So, but, and another one is Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers was, you know, look what the time that he was in the league. Look at the guys that he was in the league against. And you can kind of go back to that that uh, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino era uh, where you had all those quarterbacks in the league at that time. I mean, you had Joe Montana, Steve Young. Uh, you had John Elway. You have all these guys that were in the league at that time. So you could see uh, why they, they weren't going to win, right? Why he had the opportunity not to win uh, and not even make it to the, to the Super Bowl. But when you look at it, that's one of those guys that, man, you can kind of give him the respect now that he's out of the league. Uh, uh, that, like, hey, that was that was greatness. That was something special to see because he was that good. I mean, you talk about a guy that uh, tried to finish the game against the Colts with a torn ACL uh, in the playoffs it's when, he was, when he was there with the Chargers and when they were in San Diego. Uh, and so... Yes, he fell off at the end of his career. Yes, it was it didn't work out the way that they expected it to uh, in Indianapolis with the Colts. But it was better than when they had Carson Wentz there. Let's be honest. So, so I mean, and those are just two guys that were most recent. But when you begin to look and really pay attention to some of the names all time, and I already, I already threw one out there for you, Jim Kelly. Look, Jim Kelly, you can argue that Jim Kelly, you know, like uh, literally – like I was saying, going back to what I was saying a minute ago, uh, Dan Marino is the name that comes up when anybody says who's the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Dan Marino's name is always on first on the list. He really is, and and unless they're in Buffalo, right? But when you look at it, Jim Kelly could have the argument to be on the top of that list because he's a guy, uh, and like I said in my last GOATS podcast episode, was that Nobody has ever done what he's done at the quarterback position. Not only did he go to four Super Bowls, Dan Marino only went to one, never went back. Uh, but it, not only did he go to four Super Bowls, but it was four straight Super Bowls. Nobody's ever, ever done that. And it's most likely never, ever going to happen again. Now, they didn't win it. But you can also put him up there like I had to talk. Like, hey, you could have him in as an argument as being one of the greatest or have him in an argument for the greatest of all time at, at the quarterback position because nobody's ever going to four straight Super Bowls. Nobody. Not not even Tom Brady. It's, it Nobody. Not Joe Montana. Not Brett Favre. Not Johnny Unitas. Not Peyton Manning. None of these guys have ever done that. So going back to, to even now, like, Think about it. You could put his name up above Dan Marino, and it would be okay for you to make that make that objective opinion because stats actually handle that, man. Stacks, that's a, those are stats that actually really make sense because, yes, you could say it. Now, he didn't have all of the passing uh, records that Dan had, but he definitely had the four Super Bowls in a row 
albeit that he lost them all, right? There's a couple other names for you that I want to throw out there for you too that you can put up there as some of the greatest of all time at the quarterback position to never won a Super Bowl. Some of these never even made it to the Super Bowl, but you know that they are some of the greatest of all time. Sometimes they were just on the wrong teams. Man, look at look at Dan Marino. <clears throat> just for a second, just to backtrack for you on a second there. Dan Marino had one of the greatest coaches of all times in, in Don Shula. Before, <clears throat> excuse me, before Bill Belichick uh, and, you know, before Bill Belichick, there was nobody who was up there, whose name was up there outside of like maybe Jimmy Johnson if he would have stayed in Dallas or uh, what's his name uh, in Pittsburgh, can't think of his name right now, or Vince Lombardi that could have been considered as the greatest coach of all time because of what they were able to do. I mean, when he retired, he was the winningest coach of all time. He, he may still have that record. I don't know. But what he was able to do uh, with the Baltimore Colts and then also go on and do with the Miami Dolphins and have that those many wins. Yes, he, he coached for years and years and years, but he was considered to be one of the greatest coaches of all time. And for the longest time, he was his name was owned up there with the greatest coach of all time. But throwing out some of these other names, man. Look, Fran Tarkenton. Poor Fran, man. If you ever watch any highlights from the NFL Network that you can throw out there, uh, Fran was the original Johnny Manziel. Like, not Johnny Manziel in the NFL, but Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M, right? He was a fun quarterback to watch, dude. And this was in a time where uh, you could destroy a quarterback. This was back when the Bradshaw years. This guy just ran, I mean, even before then, too, just ran up and... Whatever you could, it was Johnny Manziel esque. It was Michael Vick esque. Now he's not running through, running the forty in four point four seconds, but you couldn't tackle the guy. And he's making passes, making plays, learning how to run, uh, pass on the run. Got to the Super Bowl. I don't remember how many times with the Vikings. Maybe four times with the Vikings. Uh, so that that's huge too. And of course, it wasn't four in a row like Jim Carrey, Jim Kelly, Jim Carrey. Good grief. Some other names. Warren Moon is one of my, my all-time favorite quarterbacks. This is a guy that, look, man, this is another name that absolutely can be put up there with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time who didn't win a Super Bowl. You can make an argument for him. His his journey was a little bit different, too. He didn't get drafted out of high school, out of high school, out of college from, from the University of Washington and get to go to the NFL and play quarterback. They didn't want him to play quarterback in the NFL. He had to go to the CFL and win the Great Cups up there. He he was there before Doug Flutie was there winning all the Great Cups. Imagine what he could have done if he would have been in the NFL the whole time. I guarantee you he probably would have at least gotten to the Super Bowl. And then, of course, what he was able to do in Houston when they were the Oilers, that was huge, man. Uh, and at that time, that was the greatest, uh, it, it was really the started or continued uh, the Jim Kelly situation, uh, and unfortunately, Frank Wright. But it, at that time, it was the greatest comeback in playoff history when the Oilers were up, I don't remember how many points, like 30 points maybe. And I remember watching that game when I was a kid. And Buffalo come back and won and went to the Super Bowl. They, they were that close. They were that close. But he was one of those guys. And when you go and look at the record book, look at all of the yards he threw for. And I can tell you this. If you ever watched anything, there was nobody threw a tighter, harder spiral than that cat there. Even Brett Favre didn't. Brett Favre may have threw the ball harder, but there was nothing like Warren Moon's ball when he, when he, threw, when he threw the pass. It, it, it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Um, and, and listen, there's, there's a... Uh, episodes that talks about him and, and the way he threw the ball. So it was unreal. That is, that's one of those guys too. But look at it. You can make that argument even with 
him having to go play in the CFL for so long and then coming down and playing. And then, of course, he played for other teams, too. I, I remember at one point he played for Seattle. I can't re even remember who all he played for. Uh, but played in the league till he was 40 as well. That's that's pretty huge. Uh, you know, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, you know, Kurt Warner. There, there's, I, that's a short list to be able to play and play great. Didn't play like Phillip Rivers did his last three years. Uh, you know, so that's huge. He, he would be up there. That was just one of those things where it didn't fall right for him, didn't have the right teams around him, the right coaches, etc. Put him on some of those teams. Put him on that, that, that Jim Kelly team. He may win it all. You know, that, that Buffalo team, instead of Jim Kelly, he may win it all. Uh, Dan Fouts, that's another one. Old school Chargers uh, quarterback. This guy lit it up. This was the... Well, let me go back for just a second, too. The running gun in Houston, which was a huge success with Warren Moon at quarterback. There's nobody else at the time that you were going to be able to run that offense. Seriously. Dan Fouts had the wide-open offense in Don Don Sees. Don I can't even say it right now. I'm stumbling all over my words. His offense it was just running gun. Kellen Winslow, senior. Uh, it, you know, this was this was the passing offense that was amazing. And, and he was on up there. There's other names, too. Steve McNair is one. Uh, one of the greatest to ever play, to not win a Super Bowl. You know, he was in the Super Bowl against the Rams, one yard short, uh, had an opportunity close with Baltimore, couldn't make it. And so I mean, you have all of them. Some could put Donovan McNabb there because he was with four straight uh, NFC Championship games before they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. You know, there, there's there's plenty more. Sonny Jurgensen, Sammy Bond, Sid Luckman. There, there, there's these names. And so anyway, I'm just making an argument and a reiteration as well that sometimes what the media tells you is what you end up believing all the time. And I'm not trying to be political or any, or any kind of way or anything like that. But you understand what I'm saying. Like, because you were told they're the greatest of all time, you just automatically assume it. And I said that before, too, on the last GOATS episode where I was like, hey, uh, do you really think Tom Brady would have made it? In, in uh, Terry Bradshaw's era, no, he absolutely wouldn't have. Uh, no. He's able to sit back in the pocket all day long and do whatever he wants to do now at 40 years old. Uh, he wouldn't have lasted at all in Terry Bradshaw's era. So just to get you to look at it differently. Now, like, and the reason why I said that is because I, in many ways, I absolutely agree that the greatest quarterback of all time to never win a Super Bowl in the NFL uh, is Dan Marino. I think he's 1A and 1B is Jim Kelly because, like I said, nobody's ever went to four straight Super Bowls. It's just it's never happened before. Uh, and, and then you can make an argument for all these other guys that I listed out there, Warren Moon. So a lot of times it's objectively uh, given or opinionated on there. And sometimes people, throw, like I said, throw out stats that they want to throw out there. Like, look, Dan Marino's name is up there immediately when people ask who's the greatest quarterback of all time to never win a Super Bowl because of all the passing records that he had. Let's be honest, it's true. He only went to one Super Bowl. One. As a matter of fact, he had a losing record against a quarterback that was drafted over him for the Jets. So, I mean, you could use whatever stats you want to use. Jim Kelly, Warren Moon, uh, you know, Fran Tarkenton. I'm pretty sure Fran went to four Super Bowls. I could be wrong on that, but uh, I, I could. I think I am wrong with saying that. I think there was number 11 who played quarterback for them at one point. I can't remember what the – anyway. So, uh, anyway, that that's my take on the GOATs, on the greatest of all time. 
of quarterbacks in the NFL who never won a Super Bowl. Hey, I appreciate your time listening to me, listening to my opinions, listening to my breakdown on it as well. You know, I'm always going to give my take on things. You're welcome to let me know what you think as well. If you want to give your your grade of how you think I did, if you want to tell me or you want to disagree or give me your rankings, who you think it is, let me know. Hey, you hit me up on Facebook. I'm I'm all about it. I, we can go back and forth. We can you can join me on the podcast. You can do whatever you want to do. We'll talk about it all day long. So I love it. I love the feedback. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for those of you that have been giving me things to talk about all the time too. I appreciate it a lot. Hey, love you guys. This is Mark Atreer with Making a Cut. See y'all next time.